Welcome to Content Folks, a content marketing podcast that will teach you absolutely nothing about content, but maybe a little something about the folks behind it. I'm your host, Fio, and here is today's guest. I am Alina Benny. Uh, I work with Aura, uh, an identity theft protection company. Uh, we all work remotely, and I manage their content and SEO on a day to day basis. Is this the career path eight year old you so for yourself? Not at all. I wanted to be an archaeologist, a huge fan of the mummy enterprise back then. And I was, I would constantly just like, you know, draw pictures of me with trowels and shovels and brushes digging up God knows what. And I really thought I could become an archaeologist. So what happened between that and becoming a content marketer instead? I think somewhere along the line, uh, my sweet dad, he introduced me to someone who was an archaeologist in India at that point. And I think we also visited an excavation site. It was very different from the mummy. And I don't think <laughs> I don't think I was excited when I saw it in person. I was like, nah, I, I was hoping we'd resurrect some otherworldly being. But no, eight-year-old me wasn't as excited to see that it was quite, quite dull in person. <laughs> so then this pivot into content marketing, when did this happen? This was out of necessity in um, when I was doing my undergrad in engineering, as as is uh, or as with more most people in India back you know ten years ago. I wasn't enjoying it, and the university that I went to didn't really keep things exciting. Uh, we, we we didn't have the best of you know labs or anything, and my boyfriend at the time husband now was also kind of making his way out of engineering. And I thought, hey, I should maybe try my hand at freelance writing and see if I can make a little extra cash on the side. And before I knew it, I stopped asking my dad for money for like, you know, hostel fees and other allowances. And that's kind of how I thought, hey, maybe I should do this full time. So did you complete your engineering degree or did you leave it? That was the one requirement for my dad. He was like, you can do whatever you want. And now that you've proven there is ROI, but you still need to finish what you started. So so you're an engineer turned content marketer. It's probably the first person I met with this career path. Uh, there's lots of us, you know, that side of the world, but I'm somewhat special in this part of the world. Let's talk about another type of work, household chores. So what household chore or DIY activity do you really enjoy? So a lot of people who know me closely know that I am a strickler for cleanliness and it's it's so natural that that's what I enjoy doing the most too as an adult. And when I thought about, you know, how I could be a little more specific with that, I narrowed it down to three things. One is vacuuming. The other one is steam cleaning. And the third one, and I'm not proud to say this, we don't have a, a fire stove. It's, it's a glass cooktop. They're not the best for cooking, especially if you want to do like fancy Indian stuff or even like East Asian type of food. But I didn't know for the longest time how to clean those glass cooktops because I never had one. I think maybe three or four months into living and, you know, staying in our new apartment, I just kind of had resigned to the fact that it was always going to be a little blotchy until I figured out there was a specific cleaner for it. And I was like, man, that takes like 10 seconds and it's brand new. So every day, all these three things, oh, except the steam cleaning, uh, that's like once a quarter. <laughs> Speaking of an additional chore, laundry, do you have one item of clothing you'd be very sad to shrink in the wash? So fun fact is that I, I've shrunk almost all of my husband's t-shirts. He um, forbade me from ever putting his stuff into the dryer. And I also shrank a bunch of woolen sweaters my first winter here in Toronto. I've become somewhat of a connoisseur when it comes to washing now. And um, I don't put any of my nice stuff in the laundry. I um, I pay extra to have them dry cleaned. Oh, the smart move. So at least then you don't have to buy them again when you inevitably ruin them. 
Yeah. So, but there, there are these specific um, pair of woolen pants that I didn't even imagine I'd ever own because in India, you don't need woolen anything, uh, especially down South. And uh, these are my absolute favorite pants. I wear them all the time. It would break my heart if I did anything to it. Do they help with the cold Torontonian winter? They do. They do. They're so versatile. You can wear them in the summer with like a t-shirt or whatever. You can also pair it with layers in the winter and you're just fine. It's truly a magical item in my wardrobe. Versatile. I like it. So we talked about your cooking situation a little bit. What's one dish you love that you could make without looking at the recipe? It's this dry chicken fry type of thing, not deep fried anything. Literally has four or five ingredients and makes it takes only 20 minutes to make. It was my mother's secret go-to dish. I always thought as a kid that it was really fancy and that she had some long process. It's only when I when I turned like 16 or 17 that she finally showed me how she makes it. And I was like, okay, that's easy. And so we make it at least once a month at home. Guide me through the process. How does that work? Two steps. You put in small diced chicken, water, these specific type of long, dry chilies, a whole bunch of it. I'm not talking about three or four. I'm talking about 20 to 25. It doesn't come out that hot. You break them and you put it into the water. You let it and put some salt into it. You close the lid. You let this boil. Turn down the heat for another like 15 minutes or so. Once the all the water dries up, you add a little more coconut oil and then let it just kind of simmer. Five to six minutes, it turns this nice golden brown and you're done. Do you serve it with something else? Literally anything you want. I like to have it with, believe it or not, brioche bread. You can also have it with rice or tortilla or any type of roti. It's, um, yeah, it goes well with everything. It's got a lot of personality, so I would choose somewhat of a tame side. Sounds good. Sounds spicy. Only if you bite into the red chilies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try with slightly fewer chilies than 20 to 25. If you were invited onto a non-marketing podcast as a subject matter expert, or if you had to give a presentation out of the blue with really no notice and no time for research, what would your go-to topic be? You're going to laugh at this one. Um, hair blowouts. Do go on. I have been perfecting this craft for the last seven to eight years. I have all different kinds of round brushes, you know, the the ionic bristles, the boar bristle brushes. I've experimented with different types of uh, hair dryers, the small ones from like the, so, you know, commercial brands and the professional blow dryers. And yeah, I, I enjoy giving myself hair blowouts. I have attempted to give it to a few other people and they say it came out pretty okay. So... <laughs> Uh, it's uh, It truly is one of those things that I would pivot into, if not for marketing. Really? So there is a parallel career or a parallel world where you are a hairdresser? I was this close to signing up as an apprentice at one of the hair salons in Toronto. I just didn't do it because they needed me Wednesday, Friday and Saturday for like some six hours. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I can do that with a full-time job. But it's so fun though. <laughs> what is a song that's guaranteed to put you in a good mood? You know, I, I get made fun of for my music taste. There is no judgment here. Go for it. Uh, 90s pop, really, like anything. I'm not that sophisticated when it comes to music. Anything that's happy, upbeat will make me dance. I really don't get some of the newer music and even just pop from 2023. I've tried to bop my head to it and I'm just like, no, I, yeah. And so my playlist is probably the same 25 songs over and over again. And, and that's that's it. And when, it, when I'm feeling a little more profound in my taste, um, I swing towards like classical violin or cello. I'm either that extreme or this extreme. 
works for me. But if I'm making a playlist out of all the suggestions you folks are giving me, just give me one song that would be representative enough of your happy tastes. I'm going to veer towards a profound side, maybe Arrival of the Birds. It makes me cry, but also in a happy way. <laughs> it makes you think. It's not, It's not. you know, in that first category that I told you about. It's an orchestra. I think it's a cinematic orchestra rendering of a song. That's all I know about it. But it gets you thinking about the things that you maybe have shelved for another day. And depending on the type of mood you're in, you either come out with an epiphany or you're just like, that's it. I'm done for today. Enough of thinking. <laughs> If you were to win an Academy Award, a Nobel Prize, or any other major award, what category would that be in? I had to look this one up, but um, if it were the Academy Awards, I'd have to say Best Supporting Actress. Just because as a child, I, I you know I always liked attention and I loved getting on stage and speaking in front of people and I was I never had stage fright. But as a grown-up, I do not like the spotlight. Coincidentally, even at work, I've kind of sidestepped the main spotlight. And I and just I just like, you know, whoever the protagonist is, making them look good, I, I do that. So supporting actress it is. <laughs> Two more. This one is short but important anyway. What color do you want the thumbnail for this episode to be and why this specific color choice? This one's easy. Crimson or like what a scarlet red. One, I don't think I've ever had any thumbnail with me on it with that color. And two, it's the only color that I use for my um, nail polish on my fingernails. Uh, I've got it in my head that that's the only color that looks good on me. (laughs) I don't think that's true, but if that's your choice, we're gonna go with it. (laughs) Okay, finally. We know you as a content person, but what makes you a content one? So easy. Um, just being able to spend time with the family and having some home-cooked meals. I mean, these last couple of years, especially since we moved, um, we get to see them twice a year. And so I-, I would do anything to be able to just, you know, zip away every weekend and like spend time with, you know, family. So yeah, that's what makes me truly, truly happy. Don't we all wish teleportation was actually a thing? I think it was ChatGPT that said that we could be able to teleport molecules at a time in the next 50 years or so. But I don't know. Full human beings, still, still a long, long way out. Thanks for listening to Content Folks. Today's episode was brought to you by Woolen Pants, Ionic Bristles, and 20 to 25 Long Dry Chilies. Thanks to Alina for coming over and to Leila for producing and editing the episode. Until next time.